This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked, the leading provider of at-home health tests. Are you looking to improve your thyroid levels? With Let's Get Checked, you can do a simple at-home health test that will give you a complete picture of your hormonal health in five days. Some of the main symptoms of thyroid imbalance include weight gain, fatigue, slow pulse, hair loss, and more. So how does this process work? Your test is delivered straight to your door. You just have to self-collect your blood sample from the tip of your finger. Mail the sample back to their accredited laboratories in the prepaid label and receive support and guidance from the LGC medical team who are available 24-7. This week, Let's Get Check wants to invite you to join their community with a 30% discount code THERAPY30. Let's get checked. It's good to know. Now, on to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to Brand Therapy. I'm Phil. And I'm Lauren. And this is a podcast where we help you position, build, and promote your brands. Well, we have some new things going on here today. Oh. Not only are we recording our podcast to be shared out in iTunes and Spotify, but today, since we're talking about something kind of visual, we are also live streaming. So in this moment, in this exact moment, we are on Facebook, we are on LinkedIn, you know, something new we're trying for these episodes that we spend time together. Isn't that kind of fun? I mean, I don't want to say that I'm comfortable being everywhere at once, but I must admit, this is pretty cool. And what we're talking about today is, I think, really critical for anyone who has an online presence. I agree. Before we start to talk about what we're talking about in this episode, which people have seen the title, so they know it's Squarespace, but let's paint the picture for what it's normally like when you and I are recording this podcast. It's much quieter than this, right? We're usually sitting at home by ourselves with not hair and makeup and lipstick. Is that lipstick you're wearing? It's a Glossier lip lacquer. Yeah. And there's always like... Not this. And it's a... (laughs) Usually I have bad head and I'm wearing the shirt from the day before, but today... Very low energy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's fun because we're kind of letting people in our process. And so if we find that this is fun and you guys enjoy seeing us at work, you know, we have a new podcast episode every single week. And I think we work really hard to create this, but we don't often share. I, for one, am terrible at like promoting this podcast that we work very hard to make. So this is kind of a new way of letting people into our world. And today, our world is Squarespace. Oh, this is going to be so good. So I'm just going to get right to it, Phil. Can you explain what Squarespace 7.1 is for people who are watching this? I can. And people even with Squarespace websites, listen up. Because this episode, this podcast, whether you're listening or you're watching, is going to be useful for you. They kind of quietly launched this thing back in the spring, which is called Squarespace 7.1. And for people that are like, Squarespace 7.1, what do I have? I'm going to show you in a second, or I'm going to tell you in a second how you can easily find out which platform you're on. There's a very good chance if you've had a Squarespace website for a few years, you are on 7.0. There's a chance, actually, that you might be on 6.0 or even a previous version if you haven't updated your website in a while. For those of you that are not on Squarespace, this episode might not be as useful to listen to. While we are talking about design and layout, we're mostly talking about functionality. So 
a lot of people are on Squarespace. The majority, I mean, almost the entirety of our client base or people we've helped in the last few years are on Squarespace. Why are they on Squarespace, Lauren Moore? Because we tell them to be on Squarespace, do we not? Oh, we love Squarespace. I mean, no knock against WordPress, but Squarespace is so easy to update. It's beautiful. It's functional. Mobile optimization is pretty much part of the deal. So we are big fans of Squarespace and we're especially big fans of Squarespace 7.1. So I said that I should probably let people know how they can find out which platform they're using. So basically what you do is when you're logged in to your Squarespace website, you want to click help right from the dashboard. And before you click anything else on that help screen, you want to scroll down to the bottom and it's going to tell you what family or what version of Squarespace you're using. So for example, any of our client projects we've built on Brine, the template or the theme Brine. That's the one that I like to use. A lot of other Squarespace designers use this. It's their go-to. But that's where it's going to tell you if you're on 7.0 or you're on 7.1. That's where you go. So again, from that main menu, you're going to want to click Help down at the bottom. And then once you click Help, you will see it will tell you you're either 7.0 or 7.1. So for starters, Know which version of Squarespace you're using to decide if, for example, you're on 7.0, should you consider upgrading to 7.1 is something else that we will talk about. So when you're talking about version numbers, when I first heard about Squarespace 7.1, I immediately thought of like Apple software updates where it's just automatically upgrading you to the latest and greatest version. Can you explain how going to 7.1 from 7.0 is different from a simple software upgrade? Yes, I would love to explain that because I wish it was as simple as a software upgrade. I'm um, in the position that I think a lot of people will find themselves being, which is a 7.0 user, the site that I have that is out there and is live right now is 7.0. And the new one that I'm going to launch People, if they're watching this, also get a sneak peek of our new website, aren't they, Lucky? <gasps> wow. No, I've never shown anyone other than you this. But this one is on 7.1. And it's not as simple as just clicking a button and upgrading. If you want to have a website on the 7.1, it's basically a new chassis for a car. You can't just put new wheels on it. Unfortunately, it's brand new and it doesn't, you can't just migrate it over with a push of a button. So... What's different? I would say the design. I think that the launch of this in March has had a huge focus on design. So we're talking fonts, colors, customization on different pages, as well as setting universal settings. So in fact, Lauren, I don't even think you've seen this yet. I've only told you about it. Yeah, 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 show me. So I've got 7.1. My new website is there. And now, unlike before, where you would click uh, style settings, and it would give mm -hmm. you this humongous column of all these different options. Now they've actually reorganized everything. I think that's the best way to explain it. It's like a reorganization of Squarespace, particularly the design settings. So for example, we've got fonts all in one place. So nice. All in one place. So you set your font styles, headings, and paragraph, and they universally apply across your website. 
right? There's still a few little variations you can make, like font size. But unlike before, where you could only define H1, H2, H3 in a paragraph style, now you get three paragraph styles. Wow. I didn't know that. Which doesn't sound exciting to someone who's not making these, but I'm really, I'm really excited about it. So that's showing you fonts. And now they're actually making recommendations on how to pair them. So you can choose a serif combo that they've curated, or you can choose a sans serif, you know, option that they've curated. Also, in addition to fonts, colors. So this is probably one of the biggest updates. Before you'd have to manually set every single color on the site. And if you would add an image block or you would add some kind of custom block onto your website, you'd then have to go and actually style it individually, which takes forever. Now they group it into color categories. So every, obviously every website's gonna have a different color combination, but what they're grouping them into is different categories. So white, light, dark, black, an accent. Isn't that cool? Cool. So you can actually now create, you have literally like, how many is that? Over 10 new color profiles that you can create. And with the click of a button, apply that color profile to an entire page. Wow. Cool, right? And you you used to have to custom code this. So 7.1 has completely gotten rid of themes, right? Like this is way more flexible. Yes. And I was never a big fan of themes. And templates, themes, templates, whatever you want to call them. On 7.0, in the years we've had of using Squarespace, right, you'd spend all this time choosing a template. And I would say for the last two years, we've used exactly the same template on every single website because I've discovered that that choice up front doesn't really matter, at least in the Mm -hmm. direction that Squarespace has moved. You are not building them, right? You're writing copy and helping me kind of lay things out, but not actually in there like you know, setting up the code and the design. You've always loved choosing themes, haven't you? Love it. But now instead of themes, we choose layouts. That's the difference. Yeah. So basically, it's not that different from what we're doing, which is we build every website. So if you're a client of ours and you're watching this or listening to this, we've made your website. If it's been in the last three years, it's been on Brine. Now Squarespace has been smart and they've got rid of that unnecessary choice because the template doesn't actually determine what you can do with it. That's the beauty of this. It doesn't determine what cool. you can do with it. It's now just choosing your layout. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, I'll talk through that in a bit more detail. I want to go back to color really quickly because it's kind of confusing. People might be like, well, what if I don't have white? What if I don't have black? And what if I don't have an accent color? What's so interesting is that they've grouped colors into five categories, and once you set this color, it becomes the default on every page. So I, for example, don't use a pure white. I use color code is F-A-F-A-F-A. It's a light gray. But now every instance of white on the site is that color. Every instance of black for me is a charcoal. Every instance of accent color is our Phil Palin green, right? And then you set a light accent color and you set a dark accent color. Very interesting how they group things with lots of variables. Again, I'm kind of geeking out about this, so people might listen to me and go, what the heck are you talking about? It will make sense if you've got a new website up and you're looking at it, or maybe saving or bookmarking this video for when you do decide to upgrade or to create a new site on this platform. Talk about the portfolio feature. That's a great idea. So part of the reason I'm switching over 
to Squarespace 7.1 is that every time I go to create a new page on our website, this is like mortifying. Every time I go to create a new page, I get an error message that says, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? Because your site has over 400 pages. Sites with this. That's so embarrassing. And I I quote, (laughs) sites with this much content may load slowly. Please delete unused pages and consider consolidating your content. (laughs) Are you sure? Are you sure you want that? Is that really (laughs) the right decision for you right now? That's like going up, going back up to the buffet for a third visit. Are you sure you want to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Are, Are you sure, sure that's you the right that? choice? <laughs> Part of the problem is that on 7.0, they came out with this feature called an index, right? And we know indexes. We love indexes. We make pages as indexes. However, indexes make your site really slow. And what an index is for people that are not as familiar with this, it's basically a mechanism in Squarespace that says, take a bunch of different pages and show them as one scrolling page. But welcome to the internet in 2020 where that's how websites are made, right? That's how websites are. And so now it's just built in, gone. Indexes are gone. No more indexes. So a page is literally just a page with different sections and layouts on that page that you can customize. And this I get really excited about because portfolio is one of the new content types in 7.1. And so... This, they've got this really cool thing that people will see on our new site, which is not live yet. But basically, you can hover over a portfolio, a name, and it will change the thumbnail in behind. And it looks so super cool. Obviously, for our podcast listeners, you have to just trust me that it looks cool. I'm trying to describe it in detail, but of course, that's hard to do. You'll just have to wait and see our new site whenever I can get around to finishing it. <laughs> um, yeah, so gone are themes, gone are indexes. I think while it's a hassle, to have to move a website over to 7.1 is probably worth it for longer sites and your site's going to run faster. That's what I'm finding. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a lot of good stuff about 7.1. Are there any cons? There are cons. There are definitely cons. For me, the biggest con is that there's no way to upgrade easily. So the fact that you actually have to like rebuild your site And let me tell you something, as someone who decided they wanted to use 7.1 right away, I was like, great, this is going to be so easy. However, I remembered all of our blog posts that we've written over the years. Squarespace does not have a way to migrate your blog posts over. Can I tell you how much this pisses me off? And by the way, this podcast is not sponsored by Squarespace. No, not until they figure out an easy way to migrate your blogs. Do you want to hear something atrocious? Let me tell you something. <laughs> and I, I feel so sorry for the support person that I got <laughs> on the line because I said, listen, I'm a very happy Squarespace customer and I'd simply like to move my blog posts from 7.0 to 7.1. And they go, currently, there's no way to migrate your blog posts over. Do you want to know what I had to do? I had to, no, this is so embarrassing for them that I have to say this. I had to create a WordPress site and I had to export my Squarespace blog posts to WordPress. Okay, so export blogs to WordPress. To competitor. To a competitor. And then I had to take my blogs 
from WordPress and export them and import them into a 7.1 site. Is that not the stupidest thing you've ever heard? It's unbelievable. Also, because it's so short-sighted because you should sell to your existing customers anyway. Ideally, Squarespace should be getting like everyone, everyone to 7.1 and making it as easy as possible to get to 7.1. And yet, here we are. Here I am with a (laughs) WordPress website. Even saying it out loud is shocking because we've been so all in. We have made Squarespace so much money over the years, putting all of our client websites on there over a hundred. And they have the nerve to say, yeah, we can't really help an eager, enthusiastic, super fan of our brand to migrate to the newest option. You know what you should say to the support guy next time? You should be like, are you sure that are you, you aren't sure going- <laughs> you don't want to be able to help me help you? Are you <laughs> sure that you don't want that? So there are like oh. other little cons that I would say. I made a little list here so I wouldn't forget. There's no gallery blocks anymore, but you can choose a gallery from the layout functionality. So it's just a kind of like moving things around. It's not a big deal. There are no sidebars. So if you're a blogger, We've even got clients that are bloggers. I think of like Katie and and I think of Julie, for example. Yeah, They're on WordPress and they want to stay on WordPress. And for them, WordPress makes a lot of sense for someone who is super focused on blogging. No sidebars on any of the templates on Squarespace. But anyone who customizes on Squarespace knows that it's pretty easy to custom code a sidebar. So that's a solution. If you are happy on Squarespace and you want to have a blog or you want to start blogging more, you don't necessarily need to switch over to WordPress. Just with some simple code, you can easily add a sidebar. But I would say, if we're talking cons, baby, there is nothing that has pissed me off more in 2020 (laughs) than having to create a WordPress site to migrate my Squarespace blogs from one platform to the next. I think I've made my point. Freaking infuriating. So should someone make the switch? Like, Is it worth building a new site essentially for 7.1? Good question. I think it's going to be different case by case. We're actually facing this day to day. Are we not helping clients make this decision and also adjusting budgets and scopes of projects depending on what's best? I think in some cases, staying where you are might make sense, at least for now. Who knows? Maybe Squarespace will wake up and introduce a way for people to upgrade more easily. But I think for now... Unless there are features that you really need in 7.1, and I put myself in that category, right? Indexes and being able to have that kind of customization to showcase our brand portfolio. 7.1 was basically made for me with the styles that they built right into their platform. Whenever I'm making a website, I always try to avoid custom coding where possible because it just increases the likelihood that things can break. So... For me, it's kind of like, it makes sense, right? Our team has invested time into cleaning up blog posts and making that transition smooth. But for everyone, it's not going to make sense. Awesome. Well, I hope this episode was helpful for people. I do too. Maybe we'll do an episode point one of this for the next version once we've spent some time Also, if you're listening, (laughs) this is our first live stream. So if you want to watch and see what I shared on my screen while I was talking, head over to our website is a good starting point and we'll link to those live streams there. If you like this episode, let us know. Hashtag brand therapy on social media. I'm at Phil Palin. 
I'm at the Lauren Moore. Hashtag brand therapy is where we'll continue the conversation. And if you enjoyed it, leave us a review. Five star, five star. That helps other people discover this podcast that we work very hard to create. We hope you've enjoyed this time with us today. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. We'll see you then. Thank you for hanging out with us right here on Brand Therapy. Bye. Bye.